It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. And a good Saturday morning to you. Hour number three of the Lawn and Garden Show. 49 degrees here on Peachtree Street in Midtown Atlanta. Ashley Frasca from the traffic team filling in for Walter Reeves this Saturday. Glad to be along with you and very happy to have Joe Lample and Mickey Gasaway in studio as well. Now, Joe Lample, a.k.a. Joe Gardner, (laughs) uh, Growing a Greener World, which is now finally a television show we get on Georgia Public Broadcasting. And... WPBA yes. to both stations. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks to See? both of them. Struggled Yay! for a number of years trying to get growing a greener world here in Georgia, <laughs> which is where it's filmed. I most know, of it. a lot of it all yep. over the country, and yet... You know, finally we get to see it here. So you can see Joe's not made for radio face. I mean, you totally have a TV face. So you can see his mug on on Georgia Public Broadcasting now. And talking about... And by the way, he really is cute. You know what's funny? Mickey was saying one of her favorite television shows is American Pickers. And then just immediately, I mean, we're talking about that. And Joe's over there on the computer. And then we wait. You do. You do look like the guy from American Pickers. He's like, yeah, I get that a lot. So so if you ever want to know what Joe looks like, just That's watch him. that show. What is that on A&E or the History Channel or something? So, but JoeGardner.com, you've done so many wonderful things with your website. And I mean, just your brand. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got the Facebook page and the website and the television show. You're on here. You do podcasts. But the growth of Joe Gardner. Mm-hmm. And you did something experimental and new lately and had... Huge results. We what did. did you do? We launched an online course called Beginning Gardener Fundamentals. And we get so many requests from new gardeners that ask us, you know, a lot of the basic questions. And so we decided a year ago that we were going to create a course to really address all those questions. We were going to make it high quality, easy, accessible, online learning, you know, all that. And so we launched it uh, at January 19th. We had a four day window. And, uh, we it exceeded our expectations the number of people that signed up to take that course so they've all downloaded the modules now and we've sent out a survey this week on Tuesday and we are so thrilled with the rave reviews we had like a 98% five star rating and here's the cool thing the title is beginning gardener fundamentals so you think it's just going to be beginning gardener signing mm-hmm. up for the course but we had a lot of people sign up and the majority of it Ashley were gardeners that had been doing it for over 10 years. We had lifetime master gardeners, horticulturalists, master naturalists across the gamut. And um, the reviews have just been over the top. We're thrilled with the feedback that we've gotten. And uh, we're getting ready to relaunch the course again in about 10 days. And so it's not, if you went to joegardner.com slash learn now, it'll take you right to the course information page where you can just put your first name and your email in and we'll notify you in a few days when the course becomes available again. You know, we only launch it, we're decided we're only going to launch it in the early, winter, spring time, and we won't launch it again until next year, but we're going to open it up for a few more days in a few weeks. So when they sign up, is it active? Like, I have to be in front of my computer at a certain time no. for this course or work at my own pace? On your own leisure. That's the beauty of online learning. You know, you go and log in, and then you, you do the modules at your pace, at your leisure, and they're there forever. So people can go back and refer to it constantly. People have said, I go, I've watched it multiple times because every time I go through it, I've learned something new. And even the people that have been gardening for years go say, gosh, this is 
reminded me of things I never knew or didn't learn in Master Gardener class or whatever. So Gardeners are so supportive of one another, mm-hmm. but I think there's also area for self-doubt there. I mean, you, you think you're a really good gardener and you've got a good handle on things and it just takes one or two failures to kind of be a setback for you sometimes. Yeah. So I think we all go back to basics. And I think that never hurts. It doesn't matter how much you think you know. Yeah. Revert, go back to the basics and, you know, really just stem from that as far as going in a new direction or trying something different. So like you said, people with 10 years experience, yet still they want the information in a beginning gardener. Yeah. And then I'm there with them live a couple times a week to take all their questions. And it's been a really, it's been a really great experience. We're thrilled with it. And so are the people, the students. Yeah. That is really something Mm -hmm. fun to check out. So joegardner.com slash learn. Yep. Yep, that's it. That is that's really neat. Congratulations Thank on you. the success of Thank that. You. And Mickey teaching classes and speaking to garden clubs, staying really busy this week too. I don't even think you're going to be home much. Mm. No, we're not. And then we're going to. You're good. Yeah, I'm good. Um, then we're going to do a shade gardening class. We've got that coming up at several stores, so that's going to be fun too. So Pike Nursery really, in the last few years, has evolved in having so many courses now. It's very easy when you go on pikenursery.com, just click classes, and you'll see what's coming up. But almost something every month, I mean, especially this time of year is so busy. Right. Well, that's my main job now. I'm called Garden Club Coordinator, but I do most of the talks that are done in the individual stores now. All the stores do certain classes, and then I don't do those, but I get to go and talk to all kinds of people. It's so much fun. Mm. I mean, just continuing education really yes, is what this yes. is all about. Never stop we're never too old, right? Yeah, we're doing one on shade gardening, and then the next one, I think, is uh, uh, spring containers, and then we're doing one on vegetable gardening. And so those are all at Pike Nursery Yeah, stores. those are all coming up. So check that out. And there's a good one for the kids, too, I want to say, in the summer. Yeah. Around spring break time, you know, we get the kids involved, too. We so. do one on good, good bugs, bad bugs. Yeah. There's some, and then we do some in the summertime um, in the middle of the week. They're fun, too. So if you just need to dump the kids off, keep them busy yeah. for a day or two. It's fun. PikeNursery.com is fun. the way to go. 404-872-0750. Going back out to your calls and out west to Carrollton. We talked to Peggy. Hey, Peggy, you're up next. Hey, um, I just want to know if I can, if it's not too late to trim my butterfly bushes. And, right. and also, too, they last year after I trimmed them, they were just really puny when um, they bloomed out. They hardly bloomed at all. So do I need to fertilize them also? Hmm. Yes. And now this a great is a good time, time to prune, to prune yep. them. Yeah. And are they in full sun? Yes, they are. Okay. Yeah, they're in full sun and fertilize them when they start putting out and... You should be successful. Yeah. Any fertilizer recommendation? Something with a good uh, middle number, I think. Yeah, probably just a balanced, you know, yeah. just a like a 10-10-10 yeah. if you're going to use that, uh, an all-purpose fertilizer. Just I'd rather use something that was a slow release, well, but you're not as likely that, to I was, burn That's with what it. I was about to say. Exactly yeah. right, Mickey. Um, it's you got to really be careful with 10-10-10 because it's soluble. So yeah. when it comes in contact with water, it's going to release those nutrients and the salts that go with it. And it's just... Uh, it scares me a little bit. You got to be careful. It does me too. I'd rather use a slow release myself. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thanks for hanging on, Peggy. Good question and a great time. I love when we actually can tell them, do it now. Yeah. Instead of, <laughs> oh, you're too late. Sorry. Yeah. That's yeah. a great time to trim back those butterfly bushes. Nabilia, did I say that right? Nabilia in Lawrenceville? Uh, yes, it's close by. Nabilia. Close enough. All right. Well, thanks for calling. What's your question for us today? I just uh, I have a Bermuda class which is of course dormant, but I have a plenty of weeds which uh, I think I'm seeing more mm-hmm. since it got warmer. 
few weeks ago. So how, what is the best way to take care of the weeds at this time? Weeds? The ones where? that are there now, I think you need it. What kind of grass do you uh, have? Bermuda. Oh, okay. Bermuda. Okay. Um, you need to use a post-emergent. Um, so you're going to use, there are several ones. At Pikes, we have one called Weed Beater, and it works really good. It does on the broad leaves. If you've got grassy weeds, you might need one that's a broadleaf and a grassy weed killer for the um, for the ones that are already up. Different kinds of weeds on different sides, not just one side? Not just on one side of the yard? Is that what you said? I can't. Okay, I'm, I'm going to yeah. put her on hold. Your but phone's kind of going I would just add to that also, if when you go to buy that product, make sure that, I think she's, which kind of grass did she have? Fescue? Bermuda. Bermuda. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Just make sure that the product that you're buying is safe for Bermuda grass. Yeah. Uh, and we talked about so this in the, the last, well, actually in the first hour yeah. of the show, Roundup is a little dangerous. Everyone thinks that when the Bermuda is dormant, Roundup, you know, yeah. uh, glyco, glyphosate, glyphosate, yeah, mm-hmm. is safe, but that's not necessarily what we recommend. And there's always manual removal. I know yeah. you're never going to get caught up with that, but just digging yeah, out, pulling the lawn, out. That's a tough one. Yeah. That is. But the glyphosate, the thing about that, which, you know, a.k.a. Roundup, for the most part, is um, it's non-selective. It's broad spectrum. So it's going to kill the Bermuda, too. Any active yeah. growth under the dormant part that you don't see is still going to get killed by it. So there are so many products available that are designed to leave the grass in place and kill the broadleaf yeah. weeds. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you want. You don't want Roundup unless you're trying to kill the grass, too. Right. right. So That's why the weed beater. beater. Uh, and yeah. there's another one called Weed Beater Ultra. Okay. And that is for a little bit lower temperatures if you want to do it before it gets so warm. Perfect. All right. Thank you for the call. 404-872-0750. Oh, boy. James in Gainesville, you have a task ahead of you. Good morning. Uh, hey there. Uh, I'm actually, my name is Harlan. I got my grandson, James, to call you because I didn't want to miss a chance to call you. I was in the well, at the moment. Tell James we said hey. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Okay, thank you. <laughs> All right, Harlan. So what can we do for you? Yes, uh, before I ask my question, I, I wanted to give a little advice about them moles. That oh, lady talked about that Grand Canyon sure. moles. Uh, there's three ways that I've found in all my years to get rid of moles. Mm. All right? Now, there's one way that you can call up the zoo and get them to release a whole bunch of rattlesnakes out on oh, the ground. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. The second way is to get the little crazy old cat lady down the road yeah. and let her release her cats in your yard. She's right? everybody's friend. And then the third way is to go call you haul and move. <laughs> oh, don't let so, don't don't let the moles you run you off. Oh, yeah, they're, right. They're gonna run them out. Then they're gonna follow you, James. <laughs> you're you're a trustworthy guy. I like all three of those. All right. So, what about moving this water oak? Tell me about that. Well, I have I have two saplings about an inch and a quarter across each. They're about eight feet away from each other, about eight foot tall. And I they're beautiful. I growed up with a couple of water oaks in my mom's front yard, and I wanted to recreate that kind of scenario in my house and uh, i might not live to see them get as glorious as them but my grandkids would <laughs> and i want them to move them out there because they're pretty mm-hmm. out in my front yard from another property so, so when and how do i do that it's eight feet tall yeah <clears throat> yeah they're, they're, they're about four years old well doesn't that have a taproot mickey well, the ta- I'm not sure the, point, the, it... the lateral roots are more important, well, I think, than the tap. So here's right this is the, uh, this is my recommendation. Eight feet's pretty tall, and I don't know if I mean it's not cheap to do this, but it's the best way to move a tree that I know is a tree excavator, which is a a basically a claw that goes around the entire root ball and removes it. <laughs> 
from the ground and it gives you a good wide root ball and then you just drop it in place to the the hole that the same equipment digs out and you put it in that way otherwise you've got your work cut out for you mm -hmm. i mean it's not that you couldn't do it and go as wide as you can i would go in and i would root prune it yeah. first i'd root prune the outside and do that and then go back when it's totally dormant and dig it up at that point and, I, and I, that's not 100% success but uh, if if I wasn't going to do the uh, excavator like Joe said, that's what I would do. So you're saying I need to keep the dirt around the roots when I move these mm -hmm. things? Uh, yeah. Well, not I, no, real deep, it, but I wide. mean, the roots are the, the soils there just to hold the yeah. tree in place. So it's don't feel like you okay. got to save the soil right. around the roots. The most important thing is get as many roots as you can, as wide as okay. you can. Yeah. And uh, when should I do something like that? Can you wait till fall? I can wait as long as I live. <laughs> Do it when there are no leaves on right. it. When there are no leaves at all, it, it'll be much easier on the plant. Yes. If you'll do it so now's not a good time. No, no like you're coming into too hot of his time of year. Wait until it's okay. dormant and cool, and that's the best time. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm doing. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thanks Thank for the mold removal advice. I'm so glad we were able to give him some advice there. So wait till fall. Best time to transplant generally. Best time to plant new as well. 820 on WSB. We're going to check news, weather, and traffic. We'll be back. Stay tuned. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves and the lawn and garden advice you need. And it's Ashley Frasca in for Walter Reeves. Just over half an hour left to go in the Lawn and Garden Show. We want to give you a weather update from Ackerman Security. Overcast today, shower and thunder shower likely later this afternoon. Highs in the mid-50s, lows in the low 50s today. Tomorrow is a vast improvement. A mix of sun and clouds, maybe a rain threat until about 7 or 8 in the morning. And then we're in the clear. High of 62, low of 36. Your complete weather update from meteorologist Kirk Mellish comes up in less than 10 minutes. And I think it's time for another weekend prize pack. We have a second one to give away today, but it's the same. A pair of tickets to see the Righteous Brothers, Bill Medley and Bucky Hurd, live in concert Thursday, June 6th at the Cobb Energy Performing Arts Center. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and at the Cobb Energy Center box office. So you have to call 404-741-0750. That's the prize line, 404-741-0750 to caller number three. You get a pair of tickets to see the Righteous Brothers on Thursday, June 6th out in Cobb County. 404-872-0750, out to Hartwell. Brad, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Hey. How are you this morning? Oh, really well. well. You have a great question. You have a fun question. Yeah, well, I have a two-acre lawn, mainly Bermuda grass and weeds. Uh, I'd say weeds. It's, And I have a 300 by 15-foot, steeply sloped, county access road frontage area mm -hmm. that's very hard to mow. Um, I've got a a riding mower and a push mower, and that push mower is really hard to, oh, to mow a lot of yeah, times when you get to the steep area. Uh, we, we, my wife and I would like to kill the grass and plant a blend of uh, southeast-type uh, wildflower seeds, and we wanted it to be low-maintenance, and we didn't want the grass to grow back and choke it out, hopefully, or maybe just leave it just growing with the mix of the wildflowers so we wouldn't have to mow it. Uh, the main thing I wanted to know was how to, if you'd recommend that, or uh, after that, how to prep it, uh, like getting a farmer to uh, t 
kill it because I, I can't really do it with a tiller. Mm. Um, and then how to kill the wheat, the grass, blah, blah, blah. Right. So preparing the seed bed, and by the way, this is a great time. In this part of the country, this is a great time to try to establish that wildflower meadow or garden or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. And so you've got to get access to the soil for the seed, and you have to have good seed-to-soil contact. And right now, you said it is lawn there, and you need to get rid of that first, yeah? Yeah, it's okay. very thick in uh, well, Bermuda grass. Okay, yeah, you've, you've got to take it out, and you're going to have to kill it or till it or probably both. You probably have to kill it and then till it and get it out of there. Keep in mind when you till it, you're going to bring up a lot of weed seeds, but that's just the nature of that. But the point is, however you get it out, and it sounds like you are going to have to hire somebody to do it, but Bermuda, if you don't kill it first, it's going to come back because that stuff is just prolific. But then um, yeah. you, you do you have a company that you've picked out yet for your wildflower seeds? I mean, there are a number, but the key, I guess what I wanted to tell you is, uh, despite the company, you want to look for regionally adapted native wildflower seeds for this area. And so Yeah, they have one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's out of Texas that uh, I guess they have a lot of them there because of uh, Lyndon Johnson's wife. Yeah. yeah. The Betty Ford, the Betty Ford Wild... No. Betty... Betty Johnson. Johnson's. Lady Bird. Lady Bird Johnson. Lady Bird. I've been there. I can't even yeah. remember. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good resource, but for sure. Then um, make sure you, once the seed is down, and of course there's great information online and of course on the seed packet too, and follow those instructions because they really are good, but you got to keep it watered and until it's established. And then you could let, like you could put in some fescue or some other grass and let that grow up with it and sort of do create that meadow effect where the wildflowers are growing up through a cool season grass. I wouldn't put in a, a turf type uh Bermuda or zoysia, but of course you're not going to do that because you're taking it up. How do you get the Bermuda up? I mean, it's a very steep area, and I don't picture my—I'm kind of overweight. Picture mm. myself with a with a tiller, especially on just, a slope. You got it. You're going to have to kill it um, yeah. with a herbicide. I'm yeah. I'm not a chemical fan, and so but it hurts me to kind of say use... it. But you, the reality of it is, you're going to have to kill that Bermuda. Uh, chemically, and then I mean, go pretty deep. Mm-hmm. When we're talking about tilling, go pretty deep to really get down to the Bermuda. Yeah, I mean, so. it's it's yeah, and the tiller will the tiller will get it, and then you're it may take more than one application, but you've got some work cut out for you. That's but, what I was going to. And ask. it's time to get started because uh, spring's going to be here before you know it. So it's not like we just kill place. the Bermuda this weekend and then do the no. You got to clear out. It's, wait a little bit. it's a tough mat there. Maybe gotta, do a section at a time. Yeah. Maybe don't do all of it. Yeah, that yeah. would like, work better. For I eat an elephant one bite at a time. Right. Well, thanks for the call, Brad. we got to get out of here. News, weather, and traffic. Ashley Frasca in with Joe Lample. Mickey Gasway on Lawn and Garden. We'll be back on WSB. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. Walter is away this Saturday morning. So Ashley Frasca in for another half hour with you on Lawn and Garden in studio with Joe Lample, who's also known as Joe Gardner, of Growing a Greener World on Georgia Public Broadcasting, and Mickey Gasaway from Pike Nursery. And she usually phones this part in. Yeah. So she's live in the studio, which is way better. The Pike's Pick. We do that at this time every Saturday, something that you can really get a good deal on for the weekend, for Saturday and Sunday at all Pike Nursery stores. So drum roll, please. What do we have? Here it comes. <laughs> it's succulents. And succulents are just great plants, easy to grow plants. They're plants that you don't have to water very often. Um, I was, it seems like 
kind of funny that we would do succulents right now when we've had all this rain. But mine have done amazing at my house outside. I have really well-drained soil. So it does dry out in between the rains. It's dried out. And they're looking great. They're coming out real good. So when you plant them outside, make sure that you work up your soil. You add something to the clay so that they, they drain well. Or you can put them in containers. They'll do good there. Or you can use the indoor succulents. We've got several of those that are absolutely beautiful. There's some combination planters that they've done that have just been great. They've really been popular. And, you know, you water them really good and then don't water them for two or three weeks and they'll do fine. So if you're going to be out of town, this is the great plant for you. And if you're bad at houseplants like I am, I mean, my my water (laughs) regimen and routine Mm -hmm. with houseplants is just so off or the cats eat them. So it really is just a toss up. But succulents are super easy. Like you said, Mm -hmm. they're very forgiving. If you forget to water the cats, actually don't touch them. They leave them alone. But (laughs) succulents as houseplants are good. And you know what a friend of mine did years ago for her wedding? She gave out little succulents for the wedding gifts. So everybody walked away with a small little potted succulent. And that was such a cool idea. I did like candles and a matchbook. I mean, I was lame. That was really cool. So if you want to maybe add some interest in a green thumb, you know, theme in your wedding. That's a good idea. That's too, a big so. thing these yeah, days, giving away succulents. Yeah, I think favors. that's just a cool idea. Mm-hmm. And I mean, your friends won't kill it. They would be no. hard pressed to kill it. So, so twenty percent off. That's right. You have to ask store. for it. You have to tell the cashier this is the Pike's pick, either the indoor or the outdoor succulents. And the gardening experts at Pike too. If you're maybe thinking about a container, mm-hmm. something of interest, they'll pair you up with some other plants or maybe grassy looking things to be able to plant. In a container with the succulents yeah, to just make a really to do nice that. arrangement, right? Yeah. And then outdoor succulents, I've got a lot of success with sedum. There's so many varieties uh, yeah. of sedum yeah. that those are just rewarding year and after year. And there are a zillion different kinds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, October so low And the, also the uh, sempervivums, the um, uh, hens and chicks, that's another one that we've got tons of outside. And they come in all colors now. Mm-hmm. They're really pretty as well. So 20% off at All Pike Nursery Store. And we mentioned the gardening experts there at Pike Nursery. And you, too, could become a gardening expert at Pike exactly Nursery. How do you do that? Well, we're hiring right now for our uh, uh, seasonal help. We're hiring cashiers, and we're hiring um, uh, salespeople and loaders. And so hopefully we'll have lots of people come in. If you come into your local Pikes uh, and fill out an application, it, it's just a fun job. I have to tell you, I, um, I can't imagine a, a better job. So if you don't mind getting your hands dirty a little bit, and if you like being around people, it's a great job for you. If you don't like being around people, don't even bother. Because nah, everybody at Pike Nursery is so friendly when you nah. walk in. And don't be intimidated thinking you have to be a garden expert to be able to work there. That's they, right. They, you learn as you go. And you actually, like in your case and in my case too, you learn so much from customers. And they Absolutely. expose you to things you didn't know. The callers that I talk to every oh, week sure. here on the Lawn and Garden Show teach me a whole lot. I know, learn something every day. Yeah, surely mm. you haven't seen everything. So yeah. so don't be intimidated by that factor. That sounds like a great spring and summer job to pick up. So yeah. pikenursery.com or just go into your local pike and fill out an application right. and tell them Mickey Gazaway sent you. Absolutely. That's right. <laughs> and you, she'll get some of your commission, but that's for a <laughs> no, later <wrong>. time. No. <laughs> so, all right. Well, 404-872-0750. We have a little more time for some calls. Out to Smyrna, and good morning. We'll talk to Jane. How are you? Hey, fine. Um, I thought I should ask before I start moving. I, I'm afraid I'm going to have to reposition 
these blue stars that I have, they're about 20 inches apart. I have five on a slope, three at the upper part and then two below because I, I had read that they grow two feet wide and then I learned, no, they grow three feet wide. So I'm afraid they're now too close. So before I move anything, my question is, what is the optimal spacing? Now, Jane, tell everybody, tell everybody, what are blue stars? Well, uh, <laughs> they're perennials and they have pretty um, sort of airy needle-like leaves uh-huh. and they have light blue flowers in the spring and then the leaves turn a beautiful gold in the fall. So they're wonderful plants. And how did you get turned on to those? I read about them. Oh, good. Okay. And you've <laughs> and had success. And then I found that Pike had them later, Yes. So I bought them. Awesome. I All love them. I want to know. Also, I want five more for the other side of the yard. Uh, do they come in in April or May? They come in with our perennials, and usually that's in in probably mid-April. To end. We had them most of the summer last year. Um, if you'll look for they're also called Amsonias. Mm-hmm. And so you may see them like that uh, as well. But they're beautiful, beautiful yes, they plants. Are. They really are. And they're very uh, hardy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tough. Very drought tolerant and heat tolerant. Mm-hmm. Great plants. So, And I would say probably about three foot I would put them in if I were Oh, you. really? Okay. So they won't look, you're they won't look straggly as they mature to that size? No, I don't I think so. Have any overlap at all? No, I don't think you're going to have much. Or you could split it in the middle and do two and a half. <laughs> okay, so that wouldn't be too bad. No, I think it'd be great. So you're looking now to kind of maybe dig up and respace the ones you've got. Yes, uh huh. And and if it means moving some other stuff in the bed, then I'd do that too. That's why I wanted to make sure before I started moving. Yeah, if you you know if you had them on what did you say you had them on two foot spaces. Of 20 inches right 20 now. 20 inches. Yeah, you might. I, I think I'd probably move them a little bit. Yeah. Um, and this is a time to do it. Yes. So so tell me again now, so I'm, I'm sure. Three feet? Uh, yeah, two a and a half feet, maybe. Four inches, maybe? Yeah, two and a half feet, maybe. Two and a half. Okay, yeah. that's great. And by the way, do the hens and chicks, are they outdoor uh, succulents? Absolutely. They'll go way below zero. Some of them will go to like 30 degrees below zero. Wow. They're super, super cold tolerant. Oh, and, that's uh, wonderful. I had no idea. So I'll, well, I'll be out this just weekend. Just <laughs> make sure that you get the ones that are outside. Now, we've got some yeah. things inside that look sort of like them that are called echeverias, and they are not hardy. But the, okay. the hens and chicks, the sempervivums that we have outside are all hardy, and they are super easy, as long as they drain good. That's are the they, thing. Are they designated um, there as outdoors? They'll be outside. They'll be outside instead of indoors. Oh, okay. Good to know. All right. Thanks so very much. Thank Thanks, you. Jane. Have a great weekend. Thanks for calling. Out to Mableton next. And Laura. Hey, Laura. Hi. Good morning. Yes. Hi, Mickey. This is Laura. Hey, Laura. How are you? Doing, recovering from a total knee replacement. So I haven't been to the store. Oh, my goodness. I wondered where you'd been. Well, I'm glad yes. you're... Yeah. So I have the, the three-year-old metal plum I got from you, and I hadn't pruned because I've given it a chance to, you know, just get going. So when can I start pruning? Now. Yeah. Now's now. the time. Okay. Yeah, now right, in early now. spring. And it's important yes. to prune prune plum trees now because their shape is uh, and their their productivity is highly dependent on stimulating new growth and keeping it low and Setting that tree up for the right shape and productivity later starts now. Two yeah. years is, is a good time to get after it. 
Okay. Thank you very much. See you soon, Mickey. See you soon. Yeah, wishing you a speedy recovery. Yeah. That's tough. Total yeah, knee replacement surgery. Goodness yeah. gracious. Laura hadn't called in a while either, so good to hear from her. All right, we've talked a lot about seeds this morning, wildflower seeds. We started the show with vegetable seeds and Joe's passion and success with that. So, <laughs> Russell and Winder, I think that's what you want to talk to us about. Okay, yeah, uh, phone broke up there, so I assume you were talking about the native seeds. Right, um, yeah. What do you want to do? Um, well, I was just the gentleman who wanted to do the section in his front yard, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I was just going to give a little bit of a precautionary statement that so many of the wildflower seed mixes yep. um, mm-hmm. that you'll find in all of the stores are just flower seeds from all over the place. Yes. He said yep. that he wanted the southeastern um, plants. Uh-huh. So there's a company out of Kentucky called um, Roundstone Native Seed. Mm. They're really, really good. And mm. so I just wanted to recommend them for anybody who wanted to go that route and plant native, um, truly native wildflowers. It's, it, you raise a good point, and I should have probably included that in my conversation, too, because a lot of times those seed mixes include uh, invasives and things that just are kind of trash flowers, mm-hmm. but they bloom. And so, you know, you, people think they ought to be in the seed packet. But you raise a good point, and it's good advice to uh, – to be uh, more cautious and prudent when you're buying your seed packs and use reputable companies that use those native seeds. Yeah, and this company, they, they're out of Kentucky, but they actually have uh, locations in other states where they try to grow plants closer to where they come from. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, they're a really good company. Just thought they mentioned them as yeah. someone worth checking into. And have you done wildflower beds or areas, Russell? Um. A little bit. Um, mostly, I have planted um, already grown plants, okay. but a little bit of seed. Yeah, I was curious because that last caller, he was so intimidated by the fact of having to kill out the grass. So I was wondering what palette you started with before you did them. That will be a chore. Um, yeah. We have a farm in middle Georgia and uh, had an area of bahia grass, and that's, a, that's, that's probably mm. not quite as bad as Bermuda, right. but it's you have a job in front of you when you're trying to eliminate yeah, that type of grass. Yes, yeah. you do. Well, great. And say the name of that uh, that company out of Kentucky one more time. Roundstone, one word, Roundstone Native Seed. Okay, very good. Well, thank you. Thank you for the for the warning. Yeah, I mean, that's actually really good information to keep in mind because, Joe, like you said, it may just be a little bit of a disappointment. <laughs> it looks good for a while, but then what have I gotten myself into yeah. with these with these wildflowers? So thanks for the call, Russell. 404-872-0750, winding down on the last little bit of the Lawn and Garden Show. And, of course, we'll be back next Saturday. You can always listen to the show, replay all three hours on wsbradio.com. There's where it's podcasted if you missed any part of the wow. show or had a, a question and, you know, the same as one of the callers and you missed the answer, we can always be rewound and played back for you on wsbradio.com. Usually that's uploaded like Monday morning so you can catch up on the show as you begin your work week. So it's 848 on WSB. Ashley Frasca in for Walter Reeves. We'll be back right after this. This is Scott Slade from Atlanta's Morning News on WSB. Our 24-hour news center delivers updates all weekend. Depend on it. We'll be here Monday morning, 430 till 9 for breaking news and traffic and weather every six minutes. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves. 
And I know you're waking up this morning thinking, when will the rain end? Well, there is an end in sight, but first to get through today, a high of 56, a low of 52. We have thunder showers likely late in the evening. We're going to be dealing with drizzle all day, but a relief in the break in the rain tomorrow, just a 20% chance, mostly a mix of sun and clouds and a high of 62. That's pretty pleasant. Kirk Mellish's complete forecast comes up in 10 minutes here on WSB and shop and save with the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Sunday coupons are $413 in value. That's great. And in-depth local news and details you won't find anywhere else only from the AJC. Ashley Frasca with you a couple of more minutes here in studio with Joe Lample and Mickey Gazaway. And we don't take a call in this last segment just because I like for folks to know what's going on with you and where they can find you. So, Mickey, let's start with you. How do people get in touch with you? Uh, at Pike, uh, M. Gasway at pikenursery.com if you need to get in touch with me or pikenursery.com, whichever one. Um, but anyway, I would love to hear from you. I do garden talks for HOAs and things like that or garden clubs or your group. Um, just give me a call and let me know. Also, please come in and check on the jobs we've got because it's going to be fun. So I you're at it. West Cobb. I'm at West Cobb. So that's, that's where you right. find Mickey if you want to bring your mom and your family. On the weekends. Mickey, right? On the weekends. She um, signs autographs on Saturdays. I know, yeah, right? right? They have a table set yeah. up for yeah. him. Someone yeah, right. runs her water right. and coffee. It's fantastic. But <laughs> yeah. So all Pike Nursery locations are looking to hire. And get on Mickey's calendar Pretty quickly because you fill up with those garden talks. Yeah, I do. Yeah. It's fun though. So that's a that's a great thing to do. And Joe, you yeah. are now everywhere. Kind of been everywhere. Yeah. I mean, like it or not. Right. <laughs> but it's a good thing I like it. Yeah. So where can they see you on TV? Um, well, thankfully, on on both uh, public television stations here in Atlanta, GPB and WPBA, so Channel 8 and Channel 30 on the main channels, and on the weekends. Um, but there's a station finder. You can just check their state their websites to find out when Growing a Greener World is airing. Uh, but what's great about that is, although we're a national show aired everywhere, we film a lot in Georgia and mm-hmm. a lot of it from my place in Milton, Georgia. So. There's a lot of local connection there, and that's good. But then there's a lot of social media, too. So if people are keeping up on social media, I'm at Joe Gardener for Twitter and Instagram, and there's a Joe Gardener Facebook group. And if people want to join that, it's a really active group, and it's a closed group. But all that means is you just have to answer a couple questions. And if you say you heard about the group on the radio show, Walter Reeves' show, that's just say radio and I'm, you're done. You're in. Yeah. So, yeah, that right? makes it simple. And it is. It's a very welcoming group. I mean, from yeah. all over the world. And someone will just chime in on your Facebook page and be like, hey, I just joined. I'm in Michigan. <laughs> and people welcome them. It's like I the know. sweetest thing ever. So, And yeah. you've got a lot of good videos on there as well. And podcasts. I didn't realize it. Of course, you've probably been we, doing podcasts. Uh, I, can I say I that realize. we were just we just got well, one rain, rating company rated us the top gardening podcast in the world. Wow. Yeah. Good How job. about that? Yeah. Oh, about you go. Coming up on 100 episodes, right. And then we have our course, too, that just came out that's getting ready to relaunch. Beginning Gardener Fundamentals. JoeGardener.com slash learn if you want to so get see, notified. you're never too old. You Mm-mm. Continuing education, always learning about gardening. And Joe is a great resource. Of course, Mickey and Pike Nursery and WalterReeves.com. That's where I always send you if you have a question and you call the show on a Saturday morning and we don't quite have time to get to you or if it's just been a popular question that morning we're not going to duplicate calls but send you to WalterReeves.com just type in one or two keywords of what you're looking for and Walter's got all the resources you need so it's been a great Saturday morning I really appreciate the opportunity to fill in for Walter it's big shoes to fill but mm. Joe's in there with me Mickey's in there with me we've had a wonderful Saturday morning I hope you enjoy your weekend 
stay dry, stay safe, enjoy it. And I'll be back with you Monday morning at 4.30 with the best Atlanta traffic coverage in the city. Ashley Fraskin for Walter Reeves. This is Lawn and Garden. Take care.